has begun. Here we are on Halloween. What am I excited about? Well, along with the trick-or-treating and all the fun, scary, spooky events going on, it's seminar week. Tomorrow night will be our first live event since the spring. Very much looking forward to it. If you are looking forward to coming to see me at Fleming Steakhouse, please feel free to reach out to us. Our phone number is 941-951-0443. Or you can shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com, to sign up for one of our retirement workshops, how to de-risk your retirement. Come check us out at Fleming's. They'll be on Tuesdays and Thursdays, except for November 30th, which is a Wednesday. All of them starting at 6.30. If you're interested, please reach out to us. In every newsletter my company sends to our clients, we include one meme. One little funny. Something to break up all of that exciting knowledge we bring your way. A little bit like a newspaper sending a comic strip. We send a meme. I bring that up because I was reminded recently of a meme we sent right at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. We sent out a meme in that newsletter that had a picture of Baby Yoda. For those who don't know, Google him. He's really cute. Little green guy. So innocent looking. And he had this confused look on his face in the meme. And the words on the meme, the caption read, me, wondering why wash your hands means buy all the toilet paper. We thought that was hysterical. And we got lots of emails and a couple calls about how funny they found that particular meme. Why am I bringing that up today? Recently, we went through Hurricane Ian here in Florida, and we all had to run and go shopping for the usual staples, water, toilet paper, canned foods. That middle one, that toilet paper, is an interesting one. And I remember during the pandemic, we were really short on toilet paper. They had cleared out the shelves. For whatever reason, people wanted to stock up on that very important staple. It got to the point where there wasn't much available. But I remember my wife found a real interesting solution. Have you ever been to a restaurant and gone into the bathroom there and seen those monster rolls of toilet paper that go into those big dispensers? They had those available at Costco. They didn't have any of the regular rolls, but they had those. My wife thought to herself, rightly, that'll work. She went online to Amazon, found a toilet paper holder that would work to scroll that toilet paper because most of those ones mounted on the wall probably won't at your home. But we had perfectly good toilet paper and a lot of it. Sometimes maybe a solution you wouldn't always consider will work, especially when what you were hoping to find isn't available anymore. That can also be be true with your retirement savings. There's an interesting solution when it comes to saving for retirement that we recommend to our clients when it makes sense. It's life insurance. For those who 
may not understand how life insurance can be part of a retirement portfolio, you may be thinking of term life insurance. And that is where you buy a life insurance policy, you pay a premium for a set amount of time, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it'll be. And if you happen to die during the term, your death benefit will be paid. If you don't, the life insurance policy goes away unless you decide to convert it, assuming it has a conversion privilege. If you converted it, what you would be buying is a permanent life insurance product. A permanent life insurance product, what a lot of people know of as whole life, even though that's only one type of permanent life insurance product, is actually a valuable savings instrument. It may not be a replacement for other vehicles, but it can be a really beneficial addition in certain circumstances. Let's take the idea of retirement for a second. Most people, when they're funding their retirement, will put some money into some form of retirement savings plan through work, maybe like a 401k or a 403b. Maybe they'll also set up an IRA or a Roth IRA. All of those are funded retirement plans that you usually get some form of tax deferral for as well as some tax deduction for, or on the, in the case of Roth IRA, you get to take the money out without having to pay taxes when you take it out after age 59 and a half. All of that is to say there are lots of forms of retirement savings plans out there. However, most, if not all of them, have some form of contribution cap, meaning you can't contribute any more than a certain amount to them. Most people may never hit that cap. They'll be able to contribute to their 401k or IRA or Roth IRA as much as they possibly want, and it's all they really feel like they need to contribute. However, sometimes people come to us and say, you know, I'm maxing out my 401k, giving as much as I can to a Roth IRA, or maybe I am already over the income level for a Roth IRA, can't put any more into it, and I just don't want to put money into some old brokerage account that won't get any tax benefits, won't get tax deferral, and it's going to charge me tax as it grows. We recommend in those circumstances they consider cash value life insurance, permanent life insurance. Inside of a life insurance policy that is permanent, there is usually a cash value component. Some internal part of that life insurance policy is an account that will grow cash as it grows. That's interesting. You can invest sometimes in variable life insurance, which will invest in mutual fund type of investments, whole life insurance, which will invest in the general account of the company and sometimes pay dividends if the company does well, universal life insurance, which is more along the lines of a bond type of account, although usually again invested in the general account of the life insurance company. And finally, indexed universal life, which I've talked about before, especially on my video series on YouTube, but Index Universal Life is an interesting blend of market-type returns with downside protection, although it's probably not going to do as well as the market over time. Why is that valuable? No matter which of those accounts you have, variable, whole, Index Universal Life, Universal Life, as the money grows, assuming it grows, there's no tax on the money, just like it was inside of a 401k or IRA, and a little bit like a Roth IRA, you can take your contributions to that insurance policy back out and not pay any tax. In fact, 
you don't even have to wait to age 59 and a half to do that without any penalties like you would on a 401k or traditional IRA. You can also take loans against the cash value. And those loans are not directly taxable to you. In fact, there was only a taxable event on your distributions from a life insurance policy if that life insurance policy lapses. It can be a real valuable tax-deferred investment. It can also simulate some of the asset protection benefits you get. In fact, retirement accounts are very protected in the event of you being sued or you having to declare bankruptcy. In those scenarios, a life insurance policy in the state of Florida is also very protected. Your cash value inside of a life insurance policy, if you happen to be sued, the creditor usually can't attach the life insurance cash value to your assets and it's protected from any judgment against you in the state of Florida. Look, if you are listening outside the state of Florida, some other states have that protection, some don't. Be very aware of your own state's asset protections. But overall, is life insurance with a, with a cash value component right for everyone? Absolutely not. Sometimes term insurance is all you need. Sometimes your retirement plans are all the benefits you'll need for retirement. But for those who may need something extra and can't get any more of that regular old toilet paper that they're so used to, they've got all they can possibly get. If you want one more little piece that'll just work like any old toilet paper would, you might want to take a look at cash value life insurance, permanent life insurance. In my very first life insurance sale, I was confronting a problem that was similar to what I had seen in my first segment. Someone who had put all the money they possibly could into their 401k, couldn't contribute anymore. They were already contributing the max. They didn't have anywhere else they could look to put savings away. This man, let's call him Anthony, came to me, told me his problem and said, Jeremy, where else could I possibly save some money? Well, I talked to him about a brokerage account because we do that. And I said, you wouldn't get the tax deferral out of it, but at least you would get some growth on your money over time, hopefully, assuming the market goes up and the bonds do well. And that's something we could look at. But another place you might want to consider, assuming you want to contribute regularly, would be cash value life insurance, especially if you like the idea of tax deferral on your money and possibly tax preferred withdrawals from the life insurance. Well, he didn't know a lot about it when we started, but we went back and forth on it for a while. And in the end, he said, Jeremy, this does make a lot of sense. I have about $800 a month more that I really wish I could contribute to something. If I contribute it to this life insurance policy, it'll grow over time. It'll be there when I retire. And doesn't it also have a death benefit? I said, yes, actually it does have a death benefit. Now, dollar for dollar, it's not going to be the same amount you can buy with term insurance for that same premium. But even if you wanted to spend $800 a month on term insurance, you probably couldn't buy that much death benefit. And regardless, this is more about your investments. This is about retirement. He agreed and bought my life insurance product. Five years later, Anthony happened to pass away. It was not what we intended for his plan. We were hoping that he would contribute to that life insurance policy for years and years and years. But in his late 40s, he had a turn of health, 
and he was gone. If he had been contributing that money to the savings plan I suggested, he would have had something, again, about $800 a month, $10,000 a year. He probably would have had 50000 maybe a hundred if we had some good growth, maybe even more. But he probably wouldn't have had an $800,000 death benefit, which is what his wife and child received as beneficiaries of the life insurance policy. That's one more thing to consider when considering cash value life insurance. The thing that we need to know about cash value life insurance when we're investing inside of it is that they charge you costs of insurance inside of that product. It's something that's not charged inside of a 401k because you don't have a death benefit. However, it will drag the rate of return of your investment dollars. You'll get the tax deferral, which is great. And over time, those costs of insurance may get smaller and smaller because the cash value will be bigger as compared to the death benefit. So you'll be carrying less death benefit per dollar of invested dollar. If you'd like to see the math on that, feel free to give me a call, 941-951-0443. But that investment drag on the inside part of that life insurance, of the cash value of the life insurance, that goes to the death benefit, which hopefully you never need but it is an incredibly powerful investment for your family when you do. It's probably worthwhile for everyone to consider life insurance. Most people who have a family should probably have at least some term life insurance. Permanent life insurance can meet a lot of different needs. I've talked about retirement today, but it's always worthwhile to remember that any life insurance you have is such a powerful tool for protecting your family, even if it's only for the peace of mind of knowing that death benefit is there in case you need it. As I record today, it's Halloween, which means we're officially into the holiday season. I know I love Thanksgiving, and it's only a month away. Can't wait to get together with my family, enjoy some delicious food, watch some football, just kick back. What are your plans for the holidays? Of course, we're only two months out from Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and New Year's Day is right around the corner, 2023. Wow. Can't believe it's coming up so soon. Another thing I wanted to talk about today that I'm heading into is contest season for my Toastmasters clubs. I am a part of two Toastmasters clubs. I've been in Toastmasters since 2009. If you've ever wondered, how does this guy just sit there and talk at me for 20 minutes? I credit a lot of that to the confidence I got from Toastmasters. Go to toastmasters.org to find out more information and find clubs near you. My personal clubs are the Altamont Articulators. They meet on Thursday mornings at 7.30 a.m., and they are hybrid, meaning they do have a Zoom component. If you want to come hear me and see me on my Toastmasters Club, you can come to the Articulators or my Advanced Toastmasters Club, Ace Advanced Toastmasters, which meets on first and third Monday nights at 6 p.m. Again, we do have a Zoom component. If you Google either one of those, Altamont Articulators Toastmasters or Ace Advanced Toastmasters, you should easily find our website and the Zoom links to come check us out. Contests are upon us. 
The ones that are coming up very soon are the evaluation contest, one that I have done fairly well in in the past. I've actually won our district level evaluation contest before, but a new one this year, at least when it comes to the district level, is Tall Tales. It being Halloween, I thought it would be fun to discuss this Tall Tales contest coming from Toastmasters. Basically, for three to five minutes, I get to tell a story that can be as out there as I possibly want. It just has to be original. If I want to talk about Paul Bunyan or Johnny Appleseed, I can, but it doesn't really qualify for the contest. This one has to be personal to me. Was there a time that I met a dragon? Did I go soaring through space with Han Solo on the Millennium Falcon? Or maybe I just saw a ghost here in my room one time. What tall tale will I tell? I'll be telling my first tall tale at the Ace Advance Contest next week. And then I will be doing it again in December at the Articulators. If you'd like to come hear me, give my tall tale story, find out the crazy thing that happened to me, feel free to check us out. If you'd like to comment on Toastmasters or anything else I talked about today, I'd love to have you comment, like, subscribe, do all the things that we do online to show interaction with our online vibes. And feel free to reach out to me directly, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com, or call us, 941-951-0443. That's all for the podcast today. I want to thank my awesome producer, Megan Udell. She's done some magic, some Halloween magic and other things with my podcast where she's added some great sound effects and some music and generally speaking, just edited this podcast so I don't sound like such a rambling, silly guy as I can from time to time. I want to thank everyone at Udell Associates for all of the support on this podcast and everyone out there who's commented or liked or just sent me a message giving me positive feedback and even some constructive help on how I can make this better. I hope I continue to make this better. I'm hoping to eventually add some interviews here and there, change the format occasionally. If you like what you're hearing, I'd love to hear about it. If you don't like what you're hearing, believe it or not, I'd love to hear that too, especially if you can give me some ideas as to what you'd like to hear instead. I look forward to talking to you all again soon. I'll have another podcast up hopefully next week when I'll have more oodles for your noodle.